Welcome to Career Fluencer Podcast. This is Christine Funk. I am a clinical doctoral student in psychology currently based out of Miami, Florida. It is not an easy journey to things that you really, really want. And sometimes it is a really, really hard journey. But if it was a really easy journey, every single person would be able to be exactly what you want to be. But only you have what it takes to get there. I got started in business from the very beginning. Um, my my dad owned his own business, I think, since he was like technically 13 years old. I loved how with the influence that he had of owning his own business, how he was able to help his employees. There were so many different ways that he was able to give opportunities to people who wouldn't have usually have been able to have those opportunities. I remember one time specifically that uh, one of his employees had a, a child that was very sick and he ended up paying for this child's treatments. And he never like expected anything in return and didn't, he didn't let anybody know that he was doing this. Like nobody else really knew. Some of these things I found out like years after the fact. I was like, that is such an amazing thing to be able to give back to all of these people. And I thought, that's what I want to do is I want to go to business school and I want to be able to help people like he helped people. And I think maybe he's just a super unique person. And I know not everybody in the field of business does that. But when I got more into business, the thing that I saw was it wasn't the same. It was very much so like, how are you going to make money? How are you going to meet your bottom line? How are you going to do this, that and the other? And that's why I got kind of afraid. I was like, I want to help people. I, I want to... Um, do something a little bit different than what I'm hearing in my classes. But the whole being in business thing, I thought was the how I had to get there. That's when I changed my major completely and went into a field that I thought was like a helping career. So I got involved in like everything. I started my classes. I started an internship. I started working in a research lab and I wanted to get like as much information about this field of psychology that I could. I I really love the testing piece. I've taken IQ classes, personality classes for the testing and ones on projective testing and objective testing. And when I was learning that, I was like, this is so cool to understand the human mind and how the personality is formed and how, you know, your different domains of intelligence all plays into that and what parts of intelligence can be impacted by certain, by mood and by injury and by traumatic events and all that kind of stuff. Like putting that all together is so fascinating to me. So you take all of those pieces of testing and how do you take all of these different aspects of a person, their personality, their intelligence, deep parts of the brain that are, you know, not necessarily conscious through the projective testing. And how do you put that into this, you know, evaluation that says this is how you better understand this person? It paints this picture of a person that helps you understand deeper their their psyche, not just you know, the stuff that is in their consciousness, but in their unconscious, this unconscious material. As you're writing it and as you're analyzing this this data you see this individual. And I, I have found that so intriguing. And, and that was the thing that got me started on wanting to be a doctor of psychology in the first place. So it was so cool to take that class because when I was in it, everybody else hated the class. I've told people this when I've started different practicums or training experiences that I have this 
ability sometimes that I, I just I feel very blessed is that I have an ability to establish rapport with really difficult people. For example, there was I was working in the hospital setting and someone was being referred to us because they were very uh, frustrated with a doctor and they were yelling and they were cursing and they were <laughs> saying all kinds of horrible things. And I was like, oh, please, I would like to take them. And this person was not happy. They did not want to be there. They were angry. They were irritated. And I, I just... You, I knew, I learned this too over the years of working with the criminal population and working with very difficult or challenging people. And it's such a blessing to be able to establish rapport, get to know, understand the meaning behind anger and frustration for me. Because anger is just the tip of the iceberg. There's always something deeper beneath that that, that people aren't, don't want to express because it may be really challenging to say, I'm hurt, I'm embarrassed. I feel taken advantage of. And so they'll show you anger instead. And so working with people who are really frustrated and really angry is, and being able to overcome that would be barrier in the therapy room or in the evaluation room is something that is really like, that is such an amazing moment for me. I'm like, yes, I was able to work with this person and let them know, like, I hear you. I understand. I'm, and maybe I don't understand your exact experience, but I'm going to be understanding. I want to know. Tell me more. Tell me what happened to you. Being able to meet people where they're at is just this this huge accomplishment. It, that may sound not that huge, but to be able, when somebody is feeling a certain way, to say, I, I'm here to listen to you. I'm here to say, like, somebody cares. Somebody cares about what your story is. Somebody cares about, you know, this being a really frustrating or hard or horrible time in your life. And I, I am, I am that person who is here. Being able to get to that and understand and learn how to help somebody through something that would usually be off-putting is a really, is really an amazing, beautiful thing. There's a lot of depth to quote, maybe feeling better overall. Uh, I do think that that takes you know, a lot of self-examination. And certainly if it's something that, you know, someone is really struggling with is to seek out the help of a therapist or psychologist and say, you know, it, it takes a lot of like processing, like emotionally processing this difficult material that you're struggling with. And by that, I mean, really digging deep and understanding why do I feel the way I feel? Not just let me cover it up and put a Band-Aid on it, um, for this period of time. And maybe that's what you need to do to be able to make it if you're in this survival mode. But you know, if I'm sitting here and I've been dealing with this hurt or this pain emotionally for a very long time, I need to come and figure out where does that where does that hurt come from? It certainly was a challenge sometimes um, to disconnect. I think, you know, that is one of the things that has shaped, you know, the path that I have gone towards now, um, particularly working with adults. Um, there were times that I, I worked with children um, and these children were um, specifically, they, a lot of them had committed some kind of crime. And that to me was very, very challenging to work with. It was, that was really hard for me to disconnect you know, I, I, I remember those days, there was like a certain day of the week that we would see children um, 
at one of the sites that I've worked at. And I sometimes, especially when I first started there, like I would feel like I wanted to cry the whole way home. Like it was very like emotionally uh, strenuous for me. And so, you know, that has also made me framed more towards working with adults. But even in adults, there's sometimes that, you know, you feel very connected to somebody's story, um, very connected to their experience. And it can be really challenging to, you know, protect yourself um, in that. And, you know, it's happened to me several times, especially um, I think one of the hardest clinics that was for this was in the OB clinic that I worked in in the hospital. You know, some of these women and their experiences um, in the past with, you know, domestic violence and abusive households when they're also when they're pregnant. And I just remember thinking like, oh, like my heart would break for them. And I think that, you know, while it's important to protect ourselves and and our emotions in this field so that we're not, you know, taken, that we cannot be there, you know, to help the other person. One of the the best things that we have as, for me as a future psychologist, you know, the best tool I have is myself and me being human with a person and being able to be empathic to their situation and, you know, sit there when they're, they're crying and be with them in that difficult time is a really important thing. You know, I still have to take, you know, moments for myself to be able to have self-care so that I am not so, you know, emotionally impacted by my work too, to where I can't function in my everyday life. But I, you know, being there with somebody in their really difficult moments of their life is such a beautiful gift. You know, they may not have friends and family you know, a lot of people, it's really difficult to talk about hard, scary, sad things. And to to be able to be there with somebody is very, very important. It's a very incredible aspect of this field that we get to share in really difficult moments in people's lives and sometimes really happy moments in people's lives too. But I definitely, you know, I, I used to tell my husband, I would, you know, I used to have a really long drive home from work. It was a very long commute. And I would take that time to, you know, listen to music and emotionally process what just happened in that day. And then I would try to, I would sit there in, you know, the garage when I would get home and I would say, okay, I'm going to leave this emotional stuff here in the car and I'm going to go and I'm going to be home. And then when, you know, the next day when I go, I'll pick it back up and I will take it to work and I will, you know, deal with the things that I need to emotionally at work with my with my clients. It doesn't mean that, you know, you never sit there and think about work at home um, or, you know, you reminisce about something that happened during the day or feel for somebody that you saw. But, you know, it's important to be able to uh, protect yourself. And it definitely took years of um understanding how to do that best and still, you know, starting in a different setting for me, um, I have to, you know, relearn again, you know, cause it's a whole different type of clientele and you have to figure out how to best, you know, manage yourself in whatever setting that you're in. But it's very important, um, to practice self-care, whatever that is for you. I like to listen to music and exercise and, exercise is like my favorite thing in the world. It is like I can just transform into this different part of my brain to be able to just 
you know, I physically and emotionally process the things that I just heard or experienced. And that is really helpful for me managing all the things I've heard over the years, even. Ultimately, it's, it's understanding, you know, at a greater depth, where our emotions come from. And how, how do we understand them in the context of our world, whatever, you know, that world is, whatever, our environment, our relationships, you know, and who do we have there as a means of support, you know, whether it's, you know, a partner or a parent or family member, or it is a therapist, because sometimes, you know, it's, it's, I don't believe that it's fair uh, to treat family members like therapists, obviously, family members and spouses, you know, they're supportive. Uh, They're, they're there for us. But if you're going through something that is really complicated emotionally and you're you're challenged and you're having a really difficult time with it by not fair to your family members i mean it's okay to reach out for help it's okay to ask people you know this is something that i can't understand i'm feeling sad for this long periods of time and i don't even know why that's an okay thing to explore with with a therapist to say you know this is something that i need to understand better about myself family members they, they weren't trained to do that, right? There was people that went to school, like myself, you know, we went to school to learn how to help other people. One thing I would definitely have to say is don't be afraid. If you know, like, this is what you want to do, you feel this passion to do whatever it is, go do it. I mean, I can't tell you how terrifying it was to be like, I'm applying to graduate school. I am applying to a doctoral degree. I'm going to actually do this whole doctoral degree. And yet I I knew I wanted it. So I was going to go through it and put every single thing that I had into it. And there were days when it was really scary. And there were days when it was really hard. And there were days when I was telling my husband, I'm not quite sure I can do this anymore. And yet I, I knew like deep down, that is what I want to do. That is something that is made specifically for you. I, when I get out of this, I have different experiences throughout my life and it is different for every single person that will end up becoming a psychologist someday. We all had different training experiences and life experiences and all the things that got us to that place. And, you know, I feel like people have so much hesitation. It's like, yeah, well, that's really hard. Yeah, it is really hard. And how amazing is it to be on the other side of it saying, I accomplished this really challenging thing. And I made it out. I made it to this goal that I wanted to be. And even with that, like, what if I want to do something different in my life? Or, you know, if I want to change my career mid, you know, midlife, whatever, like, I can do that. I just have to go and, like, work really hard towards whatever the goals may be and find finding that passion. And it's okay if it doesn't look like what you thought it was going to look like. It's okay if you have to change it a few times till you get there. When years and years ago when I started college, I thought I was going to be out running a business. When I started my doctoral degree, I thought I was going to be a forensic psychologist. Not everything is exactly the way that we expect it to be. And that is quite amazing, really. And it shows like how much growth and change you've been through on this journey. 